It's Guess the Handicaps, our preview of the Gaelic Football Weekend. It's Mick here from Balls.ie and playing today are Gary and PJ. We're going to look ahead to the biggest games of the football weekend in the Allianz Football League Division 1 and 2. And the boys, if they can, are going to try and pick what the bookies' handicaps are for each game. If you're new to the channel, please subscribe now. We're here with the hurling every Thursday and the football every Friday, all the way through the GEA season. Let's get to the football. Right, so lads, we're back. Uh, Gary is the, both the hurling champion and the overall champion after his uh, his his victory last week against Donny in the overall. And since we split them, he also took the hurling last week. So he's unbeatable, PJ. But um, we've got six football fixtures to get to across one and two um, this weekend. So uh, now that you've seen a weekend of football, I don't know if you feel like we might be a little bit better placed than we were last week to uh, to give this a go. Probably, but uh, so you could. There could be like totally. You can totally overreact to one fixture as well. I think, which like as as people have totally overreacted to two fixtures in hurling. So I'm sure we can do the same in football. Yeah, and will we be the ones overreacting, or will the bookies as well? So it's the, you 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 have to manage it two ways. You know, every team in the country playing this weekend, except for the poor odd one out. Of course, Kilkenny don't exist when it comes to football. The odd one out this week, Carlo. Uh, there's an odd number of teams in Division 4, so every week we'll, uh, somebody will have to uh, to sit a weekend out, and unfortunately for Carlo, it is them this week. They do have a game in Division 2 of the Hurling, though, uh, so um, they've got that to look forward to. I think they're playing awfully, so that could be tough. Uh, let's start with Division 1, lads. Uh, we've three of the four games we're going to cover here. Porel, Armagh, and Tyrone didn't make the cut, um, but Donegal, Tyrone, Saturday evening, 5 o'clock. Donegal and Monaghan, excuse me, Donegal and Tyrone played last week. Uh, Monaghan, managerless and homeless and everything else. And they have to go to Valley Buffet uh, this weekend. PJ, as the challenger, you get to go first. Donegal looked really sharp last weekend, I thought, against their own. Especially Michael Murphy. Like the forwards look pretty, most of their forwards look pretty sharp as well. Um, Monaghan lost by four to Armagh. Um, like, Donegal are definitely smarting after like that uh, <laughs> losing the cabin, that ultra-final loss. They're... Um, they're really. I'm sure that they're really, really hurting. They did like. They look like a re. They they look like me. They're they're all Ireland contenders this year. Like one, they're definitely all Ireland contenders. Um, I think their favourites in this game. I'm gonna say they're Donegal minus three. Donegal minus three. Sorry, Gary. I, I remember I did a piece on this a couple of years ago about about Murphy and kind of comparing him to like. Uh, Galway's old Joe Canning where he was too important to them out the field and in the field but I saw somebody describing uh, Michael Murphy this week in one of the papers as the best midfielder centre forward and full forward in the country which, you know, so it, it always does come down to who's going to take on that mantle for the places he can't be in over the course of the game for Johnny Garland I don't know I, I feel like this could be a year where they figure it out I don't know just maybe I get too excited about one week Either it'd be interesting to see what they figure out first. Who Donegal can play in the full forward line instead of Michael Murphy, or if they can clone him, uh, be one or the other. But <laughs> I, I'd say, yeah, I, Donegal are going to be favourites for this game. I, with these games, when it comes to the handicaps, I'm always worried about the Ulster tax. I always think that the point, the handicap is always maybe a point closer than it should be, just because they're two teams from Ulster. So because of that reason, I'm going to say Donegal minus two. 
I like your reasoning for it, but uh, PJ did actually get this nailed on, which is the first time Gary's been behind in uh, in Guess the Handicaps 2021 history. So good start there for PJ. We're on to now the big game. We can take a second or two on this one, lads, because 20 years on from Semple Stadium hosting its most famous ever football match, it will be back for only a league picture this time. But yes, it is the clash of six in a row All-Ireland champions, Dublin, Versus the previous, uh, uh, I don't know if many people even realise that, that Kerry were the last team to win in All-Ireland uh, in 2014. <laughs> I don't know if any of those players even still play. Um, but yeah, uh, Turles, again, I think there's more romanticism than actually matters about this. Um, but in fairness, more so after what Kerry did last week and after David Clifford setting the world on fire and Dublin being grand against Roscommon and doing enough to win and you know usual like Cormac Costello scores a heap of scores and you kind of be the year Cormac you know but at the same time the intrigue level I actually just can't wait for this game I really really can't yeah I'm not going to get bogged down into the turnus aspect of it because I think I was five or six when that first game was played so I'm not going uh, to to that teams, to be honest <laughs> <laughs> you know they, uh, the yeah like Kerry were absolutely unbelievable last weekend I don't know Galway like who they beat by what 22 points I think which is an absolutely scandalous scoreline in division one of the national football league and, and no matter what the circumstances but Galway didn't look fit to me at all they looked way off which obviously is understandable but Kerry were straight ahead of them Clifford was like that third goal I was looking at my I shouted at it's very rare in Gaelic football when you're watching a goal that you actually like stand up and shout you know just because there's so many scores in the game but that was ridiculous the dummy goal Dublin, like you said, like we don't really learn anything from them beating Roscommon, uh, except that they got a half full of penalties. But this game is like, how how will the neutral <laughs> yeah. uh, like how how will the neutral venue and Kerry hammering Galway affect the the handicap? Yeah. yeah. So then I'm thinking that I'm going to go Dublin minus one. Okay, PJ, as a Kerry man, did you? Uh, I just wondered, like, that you've had a fairly, you're you're a fairly kind of like steady kind of guy in general. You know, you don't get too overexcited about. Mm. Had you've had a bit of David Clifford mania going on in your life now for for a few years. Like, I watched an All Ireland minor final with you um, a good while ago now, and David Clifford, I think, scored four seven or something like that in that moment against poor old Derry. Yeah. And, um, <laughs> But I don't know if he's ever kind of like Sean on the senior stage in quite the way he did last week where you're just going, this guy, if he wanted to, could get like 5.20 in this game. You know what I mean? It was just yeah. like, he was like everything he touched, you know? Yeah. Uh, I thought Kerry really benefited from, um, what do you call it, light touch regulation defending from, uh, from yeah. Galway. <laughs> it was like... You know, no Galway were like Fianna Fáil there in the two thousands, and uh, Kerry were like the banks riding roughshod over everything. They were uh... <laughs> Galway's lack of regulation. Yeah, really <laughs> yeah. The, uh... Who's yeah. Who's David Clifford in that analogy? <laughs> uh, I, God, I I think we should don't like say, stop, stop making. We should stop making. Yeah, David yeah. Clifford, David Drum, and uh... stop it. <laughs> Sean Mulcairn is not uh, Charlie McGreevy in this situation. Uh, <laughs> we're going to stop. I, I think we might stop with financial comparison there. Um, like, it's it, like, uh, it, wait, that, that game is, um, 
Perry are going to get a much harder game defensively against against Tottenham. Um, like I only thought P- Peter Keane taking the the year in this the the year a little bit too far by saying anyone could have won the uh the game between Galway and Kerry. Um, <laughs> I, like I I often think the the most the most year of comments what people think of is that kind of put in that kind of category of comment where uh is this comical underplaying of Kerry's abilities and chances is when the, no one says Yera at all. Like uh, that, that was like <laughs> that was pure distilled Yera. Like that that was that was like moonshine Yera compared to like <laughs> in in the past it would have it would have been like would have been like this nice kind of liqueur. I, I don't know if you remember um before the the league the league the league game in 2019 where uh the, the Kerry beat up yeah didn't Kerry beat Dublin in in Tralee, I think or they drew yeah. and uh. Peter Keane said, um, I was out in the back garden there last week and didn't I see a flower in full bloom? I didn't think it was summer. And that was that was a level level of year in a, of year where you know oh, this, you know, this this nice kind of foxiness to it. But uh yeah, he he uh he went a little bit too far <laughs> after the Galway game. Yeah, a fifty point win over Galway, yeah. Yeah. Um I I like Potty Clifford should have had a hat trick as well, mm-hmm. <laughs> on top of like David Clifford had a hat trick. Um, I look. Mickey said Dublin. Dublin did enough. They won by nine points. <laughs> yeah, weird, isn't it? Like, it was like it was like they were kind of that. They were six or seven ahead so early that it was like when you're kind of I was half watching that, half watching, but you know, trying to keep an eye on everything. And and it was like as if they never stretched away in the way you expected it. That's what I mean by did enough. But they had the game won the entire time but you just expected it to the way Dublin matches do do you remember like in the semi-final last year against Cavan where they're kind of like tipping away and it feels like a game and without anything really happening they're 12 points up and the game's over that's the way Dublin do these things and it never that never happened as such and that's kind of it is the reason I'm explaining myself over over explaining myself here is because I think that's actually the point the underrated point of why Dublin are so good and almost unbeatable is that that's what they do they don't even nothing special happens and suddenly one team misses three chances and they've scored six chances and they've gone from a four-point lead to a ten-point lead you know and it's a killer and you know if anybody's to have any hope it's that that stops happening um I think Gary is probably right with minus one um you know uh how, how many times do we make jokes about Dublin looking like they have a few more weeks Work than everyone else done. Um, I, I'll make it there. Uh, I'm sure you, you probably made it last week. <laughs> no, it's true. Um, I yeah, I just the neutral venue. Uh, Debbie Farrell not being there. Mick Mick Galvin on the sidelines. I don't I don't know. Uh, gotta we got scratch for this game. So it's uh, no handicap the other way, but it it doesn't matter anyway, really, because Gary did actually nail it on. I had Dublin minus three here. I th- I thought that it was a bit of an overreaction to, you know, this is still the Kerry team that got beaten in the Munster semi final last year. But um, there you go. I probably was. I think I might have forgot about the Thurlis factor for a couple of minutes while I was picking mm. these. Um, on the other game then, because speaking of overreactions, so it's one all. Uh, good contest. You've both got your your you've both uh, held serve with an exact pick with an ace. Uh, both times so far, but. The other game in Division 1 I want to talk about, Sunday 2 o'clock in uh, Pierce Stadium, Galway versus Roscommon, big Connacht battle. Uh, Roscommon, we talked about their performance against Dublin. I actually think they come out with some credit in that game. Uh, they're never really going to beat Dublin unless a lot of things happen. But 
Galway's performance was such a disappointment. We talked about them last last year, letting themselves down in the championship, almost given what we thought they were kicking on under Joyce in the league. You're saying they look a little bit leggy, I think, um, Gary. You were saying it, weren't you? And it's yeah. just like, how do you change that around in one week? And what's the motivation when you've just got absolutely hammered? Mm-hmm. And Ross Gorman here going to be mad to beat Dublin, or bad, sorry, mad to beat Galway oh, as yeah. ever. But uh, PJ, I'll let you. Rule the roost on this one first. What do you think? Yeah, of course. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I think Galway are favourites for this. Um, on the basis of it's just their Galway and they're at home. <laughs> but what 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 actually happens? I'm not sure. Or, you know, losing losing to uh, Dublin by nine points. Not you know keep keeping them to single score to to a single score is uh you know some counties might regard that as a success. Um, yeah. <laughs> I, Do you remember we went to the Leinster final a few years ago, PJ, and thought that Leash were playing really well, and like the game was over. Like it was, like, it was, and they ended up losing by about twenty points. And I don't think they did anything wrong in that entire match. It's got like I, I stand by that as it sounds mealy mouthed, but I think keeping Dublin to single scores is genuinely a good, an achievement, even if not a something to hang your hat on. That was the uh, the Graham Brody game where no one had seen a goalkeeper do that before, and there was like gasps every time Brody <laughs> Brody, Brody stepped outside the half back line. Um, yeah, Galway minus. Ugh. God, it's awful hard to tell here. There's going to be a reaction from Galway, you would think. Uh, Galway minus three. Yeah, it's it's it is hard to know. Like Ross Gorman was before I. Before the league would have even started, Ross Gollum would have had to have been targeting this game really just because of who else is in the division. Uh, and I'd say they're sick of going up and down between Division 1 and 2 at this stage. But this definitely would have been the game under mind. Like, minus 3 is probably could be right. I'm going to say minus 2 because I think minus 4 is too big, but I'm going to go minus 2. It is minus two, and it's interesting that you're kind of thinking minus three, possibly even minus four. Uh, so Gary takes a two-one lead here. I just think this is one of those things that's going by, as PJ said, the fact that it's Galway playing most common and they're a bigger football county and traditionally beat them. Because I don't see like I don't see what we can see from what happened last week that Galway are favourites for this, but maybe it's home advantage and I'm overreacting. Um Westmead versus Mayo lads, division two. The other game in division one obviously is Armagh versus Tyrone. Uh, which will be very interesting in its own right. I think we all would have known what the... Uh, I, I guessed it right anyway, so I thought it wasn't. So do you want to really, really quickly guess what that might have been? Uh, Tyrone are at home. No, Armagh are at home. Uh, Tyrone minus one. Oh, that's not right. No. It's, uh, it's Tyrone minus two. I, I don't know. I just thought that was a nailed on. Certainly. Anyway, let's move on to Division 2. Far more interesting. The best division <laughs> of sport, as we spoke about, spoke about last week. Westmead versus Mayo. Mayo, very impressive last week. Look like they, 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 they're not, <laughs> looks like they don't want to spend much time down in Division 2, having not been there in however many years you said last week, Gary. But Westmead did beat the spread against Mead, which in this game is a real win, Gary. So congratulations to your beloved. Okay, yeah. Less of that now. But uh, it was, it was uh, they were very unlucky. Like I was watching the game. They were, it was tit for tat through the whole lot. They could have easily went the other way. Uh, and I'm not sounding like Peter Keane when I say that. But um, like Westmead, this game is it's tough for Westmead. Like they're coming off a game against Mead to again be coming up against the team who are probably by I would say by far the strongest in Division Two. Um, like Mayo hammered down last week uh, by all, in all respects. So 
I think even though West Mead are whole, obviously they are going to be favourites. It's just a matter of how much credit the, <laughs> the bookies are giving West Mead. Uh, which is probably not much. I'm going to say minus four for Mayo, I think is probably about right. PJ? Yeah, I only got enough. Uh, Gary, you say Westmead were unlucky. You're up by four points with, what, 14 minutes to play, I think it was. Can, can, yeah, can that's, you, you, that's why they were unlucky. you say unlucky. you're unlucky if you're up by four <laughs> points with 14 minutes to play and you don't win? I don't think, I'm yeah. not sure if you can. Um, yeah, Mayo look great. Tommy Carnoy looked class from what I saw. For, for me, oh, you got, got like one tree. What, what a good, like a great side that is for me. Oh. Yeah. He, he, looked, he was looking good last year. Um, Tommy points, Conroy, not Tommy goals. <laughs> yeah. not, not Tommy goals, Conroy. But there is a chance. The, the major controversy from last year. With all those retirements now, like it's like you become a little bit more senior and you kind of take on more responsibility. Mm. You're already needed on the pitch, but I do feel like it's a chance for those guys to kick on. So, like, there's a, I feel like if, if Mayo can perform like that, I'd be seriously thinking about them in the championship just as like, you know, all the players that can improve from what they did last year are all the younger guys who could be taking on more responsibility this year, you know? Yeah. Uh, th- th- I think that, that young Hefian that uh, played, I think he made his debut. He'd he look pretty good. Um, I'm going to say, yeah, minus four, is, I don't think it's enough. Mayo minus five. It's probably minus six, but Mayo minus five, I'm going to say. It's minus six. There's no two points for a win or two points for exact this year. Uh, PJ, so better off playing a conservative. Maybe I'm just a bit, bit cowardly there, but I don't want to be doing too much maths on air and stuff. But uh, there you go. Uh, two no off. point being a hero. There's no point being a hero, absolutely. I think you, we'll give you that one. You did say what it was. Um, right, staying with Division 2, Sunday, 2 o'clock, Kildare versus Clare. Um, this one is interesting. So Kildare, really, really good win against Cork, but I think underestimated how big a win Clare had over Leash, you know. Uh, everybody seen uh, on Cleary's amazing point from the sideline. Uh, you can see it on Balzali's Twitter if you haven't. Um, but uh, Claire kind of continuing that unlikely uh, Division Two run, where you know likely now with the short season that they probably won't get relegated again. But you know, I wonder will they ever consider maybe maybe Division Two isn't isn't quite where we need to be anymore, and maybe we go to Newbridge and be till there and say maybe, maybe this is Division One on the horizon. If ever there's a year to do it. Wouldn't that be great? Yeah. Uh, the, the job Colin Collins has done there is incredible. Phenomenal. Like, I, I, I do, people do kind of talk about it. Maybe they just don't talk about it enough, but he really has done a great job. And like, you, you would, like, who would have been your best player for years in Gary Burnett now? Like, those, yeah. That, that seven points, I think they beat Leash Boy. Yeah. Uh, I think Kildare will be favourites in this game. But, like, I, I wouldn't be backing them. I, they're just, they're not. I never like. I'm married to a Kildare woman. <laughs> so I, I got a real sense of how flaky they they they, they are quite flaky. Uh, I don't think Jack O'Connor has gotten rid of that in his in his time there so far. And um, they've got some really really good footballers. Uh, not not consistent enough, but I think they will be favourites in this game. I'm gonna say Kildare minus two. Okay, Gary. Yeah, I uh, I think. The bookies might have that a little bit higher, I think, just because it's, again, like much like the Galway Ross Gama thing, just because it's Kildare against Clare. So I'm going to probably say minus three inside for that count. And it's minus four. So uh, it's three two to Gary. I think you had that figured out. I think 
I'd be more along the lines of thinking that it should be where PJ is, but uh, you figured it out, Gary, and that the bookies will. I have to say, I've li- it feels like I've they've uh, these teams have been in Division 2 for a long time. I feel like I've listened to this game on the radio quite a lot over the, after, <laughs> over the last few years on Claire FM. And, uh, like, they did beat them one year. They beat them in the qualifiers. and But, like, Claire always gives to their game. And that is just... And, and I know those things don't matter from year to year, but uh, it feels like they do to me. Um, so I wouldn't be at all surprised if that's a close game but again we'll wait and see what happens on sunday um the la- so pj needs to get this uh gary you can wrap up another win you're three two up the athletic grounds in armagh are hosting uh homeless and banished down uh with uh their manager paddy tally is he his suspension might be up actually i'm not I think sure he's back. yeah he, he was back for last week's game he's, he's back so they're hosting uh they were disaster against mayo um and are playing Mead. Um by the way, these are the, I haven't even divided up these between north and south and everything like that. We'll just uh I I'll get better at that next week when I look at the tables <laughs> properly. But uh this is the north one obviously with down in it um against Mead. Um what do you think Gary? Yeah like Mead's beat West Mead obviously but probably struggled more than a lot of people would have expected them to um down like doesn't know what you can take for that because obviously we know that Mayo are probably by far the strongest team in that division like I was saying so I, I actually I'm, re- I'm really struggling with this one I presume that home advantage even though that they don't have it anymore so <laughs> I'm not sure like it's, it's, it's such a hard game advantage yeah, yeah it's such a hard it's game as well. from down yeah, I know. No, I know Nori is basically on the border, but I don't know how far in. Uh, I don't know the the geography of our mark quite as well. Yeah, like I, I just because Mead are coming off a win and they were in Division One last year, they're probably going to be favourites. So I'm just going to go Mead minus one. I think. Okay. Yeah, I, I think I think Mead are favourites. That that was that was Mead's uh, last week was Mead's first win in the in the football league in two years. Mm. Incredibly, it's uh. What? No, sure, they got promoted the year before. They were in Division 1 last year, so... It was yeah, but it would have been April, what, Feb, March 2019? Oh, I suppose, yeah, yeah, yeah. By mm. time, you're right, yeah. We, yeah. They lost all their games last Maybe year. Maybe that's evens, but by, by time, I guess, yeah. Uh, yeah. The, me, I think me are favourites. Uh, minus one. God, this is, this is awful hard to call. This is, like, it, it's just, it's like, you know, it, I, I, I'm not sure how much, like, it's just up the road for both teams, essentially. Like that's true. Know, up, yeah. up there, I'm at. Like yeah, it's not it's not that far to travel. Um, I think I'm gonna have to go. Mead, oh god, Mead minus two. Reveal it there, please, Shane. Oh, oh yeah. <laughs> and we have another tie break. What what a what a week we're having here on uh, Guess the Handicap uh, GA Preview Show. For the second time in a row, we go to a, a uh, tiebreak. I was hoping this wouldn't happen because of how uh, farcical the last one was. But <laughs> on 3-2-1, and the gap is go, Gary, okay? Okay, right. right. Okay, so as soon as I say one and stop talking, that's when you shout out okay. your, your thing, right? We're going to the um, the depths of Division 4 here, lads. And I've got a game between um, Antrim, and Sligo. And I want you guys to guess the handicap 4 p.m. Sunday in 3, 2, 1. Antrim minus 2. Antrim minus 3. 
Antrim minus three. Ah. And what does and, and I didn't actually hear what Gary said. So I had this the reason I picked this game was I had Sligo minus four for this game. Antrim won last week though. I know, yeah. but come on. That's and they're home. There yeah. we go. All right. Gary is undefeated, three out of three. He's both football and hurling champion, but he's won a tie break twice in a row. PJ. Normally, we'll do some kind of rotation winner stays on here. I think you've done enough to earn another crack at the whip in both okay. next week. If you're Donny, must have been Donny, must have been really bad. Like, <laughs> <laughs> well, ultimately, I'm not he, here he, next week. I'm not here next week, so there's a number one contender match. Oh, that is right, actually. Yeah, yeah, Gary is off, so possible number one contenders match. We will sort it out. We will. Gary or no Gary, champion or no champion. It's like it's like a, a, a Masters without Tiger Woods, but we will still go ahead. The show must go on. We will have guests of the handicaps next week, even without Gary. Um, of course, uh, we are here every Thursday and Friday, so please do hit the subscribe button and uh, you will be let know whenever we have a new show up. Hurling on Thursday, football on Friday. We're here with you every week for the rest of the season. Take it easy. <laughs>